1: From KQED.
3: Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Maddie Bolaños in San Francisco. Senator Dianne Feinstein is asking Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to temporarily replace her on a key committee until she can fully recover from a bout of shingles. But KQED's politics editor Scott Schaefer reports it might not be that simple.
0: South Bay Congressman Ro Khanna broke with his party this week and called on Feinstein to resign her seat. He says while he appreciates that the 89-year-old senator is willing to have another Democrat take her place on the Judiciary Committee so they can vote on federal judicial nominees, that might not solve the problem. Any Republican can object to that. I anticipate they will object to that. Now what happens if they object to that? Then we have the same problem that we don't have our judges being confirmed. Feinstein is still recovering at home in San Francisco. Her office can't say when she'll return to Washington. Meanwhile, dozens of judicial nominees are on hold. For The California Report, I'm Scott Schaefer.
3: California is experiencing a rush of solar installations as residents and installers work to get deals in place before new rules take effect today. KPBS reporter Eric Anderson in San Diego explains how the solar marketplace is changing.
0: The solar industry kickstarted a surge in solar rooftop projects in December. That's when the California Public Utilities Commission ended two years of contentious debate and approve new rules.
2: The utility companies want to pay you less for what you produce.
0: Now is the time to go solar. And lock that your... install now before the rules change pitch worked. The California Solar and Storage Association's Bernadette Del Chiaro says the pitch to get a system installed under the older, more economically generous rules boosted business by more than 40%.
3: A lot of consumers that were previously on the fence um, about the, you know, going solar, jumped off that
0: fence. California regulators decided against imposing a utility-backed fee for new solar owners, something opponents called a solar tax. But the CPUC did approve cutting the credit customers get for selling electricity back to the grid.
1: They cut that by about 75 percent.
0: Essentially, it means residents will have to wait longer to recover the upfront investment made to install a solar system. Three environmental groups want the CPUC to reconsider... They filed a petition in January which says regulators ignored legal responsibilities to encourage the growth of solar, to make rooftop solar accessible to disadvantaged communities, and to accurately represent the technology's benefits. Attorney Aaron Stanton says the CPUC failed on all three counts.
2: Legal action, further legal action is an option, but again, we're still focused on just trying to get the commission to to change its mind. In
0: the meantime, solar installers are expected to keep busy through the summer in installing systems that were agreed upon before the deadline, but they worry that business will dry up later this year under the new rules. For the California Report, I'm Eric Anderson in San Diego.
3: There's a beam of light bringing people together in Sacramento where long-suffering basketball fans finally have a reason to celebrate. In tomorrow's Battle of Northern California, the Sacramento Kings are facing off against the Golden State Warriors. KQED's Bianca Taylor has the story of how the Kings are exceeding expectations
1: this season. To understand why Sacramento Kings fans are so excited right now, you have to understand how hard it's been for us. The Kings have failed to qualify for a playoff for 16 years straight, making them not only the worst team in the NBA, but the worst team in major American sports.
2: And this is a league where over half the teams make the playoffs, so to be bad at that level for a decade and a half through two ownership groups is a really impressive level of ineptitude.
1: That's Patrick Redford. He's a staff writer at Defector Media and a lifelong Kings fan, even if it doesn't make total sense.
2: You know, by any sort of rational metric, I should have just become a Warriors fan at some point because I could be happy.
1: But this year, the Kings have shocked Patrick and everyone else by actually being good.
2: They're playing great basketball. They seem to have good chemistry. They have like a good coach for the first time in 16 years. You know, we don't need to have a statistics talk here, but all the numbers say they're actually better than their record is, and also, there's there's the beam.
0: You gonna light this beam? Let's do it. Let's let them light the
1: beam. Bam. The beam, four lasers that shoot a purple beam of light into space from the top of Golden One Center in downtown Sacramento. The beam was first lit in October 2022 after being cleared by the Federal Aviation Administration. A few weeks later, the Kings took off on a seven-game winning streak. So now, the beam lights up the sky after every Kings victory, at home or away.
2: They were playing in Los Angeles, and they were up big on the Clippers in the fourth quarter, and you could hear chants in that building, on the road.
1: Light the Beam has become a citywide rallying cry. And it's everywhere in Sacramento, from t-shirts to socks to the Light the Beam IPA. For a brief moment, the Beam was even listed as a place of worship on Google Maps. And according to Patrick, it's not only Sacramento that's swept up in this Beam madness.
2: I mean, the Kings are probably the feel-good story of the season. And that's coincided with the Beam.
1: Now that the Kings have finally made it to the playoffs... There's an energy in Sacramento that hasn't been there since 2002.
2: Honestly, it's just really nice to watch like a regular basketball team for once and just not feel like a joke.
1: Regardless of how this first round ends, it's undeniable that the Kings, or the Beam team as they're now known, have rewritten their history with three words, light the beam. For the California Report, I'm Bianca Taylor in Sacramento.
3: And that's the California Report for Friday, April 14th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Jim Bennett, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Izzy Bloom and Keith Misiguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Erica Kelly. Our vice president of news is Ethan Toven lindsay And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and adult and children's health systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives, stanfordmedicine.org. The Wesley Foundation, investing in California's underserved youth. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web